but it's all because of the, the work and effort that they've put in in Mexico that we're able to do anything. So thanks, Dad. As my, Darren says, thanks for your help. Rod has been down and visited a couple of times. We continue to grow. Uh, we have what, some say we have 200 churches, some say we have 300, I don't know. Churches and missions together over 300. Believers over 200,000. You guys helped. Can you imagine? If mom and I had to go out. Mama, I got to say, Delilah, she heard the call. I, I was a hard head. I didn't. I said, honey, I'll, I'll work as an electrician, make good money, and support someone else. She said, no, the Lord has called me, and he, I'm praying he call you. I'll never forget. I was an electrician in San Jose, California. I was working up on the atomic plant in Morgan Hill in the mountains. And uh, I was getting big money for those times. It'd still be good money today. And we were getting double time. I was working extra. I had no idea of quitting and being a preacher and a missionary. And uh, I was coming home. We were in revival. I arrived at a stop sign. I was just praying. And all of a sudden, the Lord spoke the only time in audible voice to me. My son! I was listening. I am calling you to preach my gospel in another language and another land. That was it. All audible, the voice of God. And the only time it's ever been spoken to, audibly by God, I had to pull over and cry. And I told the lot of when I got home, boy, she shouted. She'd been called a missionary for a year, and I... I didn't want to go. I'd make too much money as an electrician. <laughs> and, uh, but God is good. Amen? Amen? And God knows how to lead you. Amen? God has led Rod into here. He has blessed you. He gave you a beautiful building. And you know that he's going to Continue to fill it. Amen? And we're going to continue to believe in the miracle hand of God. Darren says, I see miracles constant. Constant. Last month, I prayed for a, a man in a wheelchair. He couldn't walk. I might have put that in the newsletter. Praying for him, and he said, help me out. I helped him out. The other day, he, it, there at the Bible school, his, his daughter said, well, my dad sold the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that good? The doctor is amazed. He said, you had bones growing in your knees. They're all gone. What happened to them? She, he said, well... They prayed for me. 
in my church, they believe God can heal, and God healed them. Amen. Well, that's the Lord we serve. Now, that didn't happen 10 years ago, 20 years ago. That happened two months ago. Amen. I am privileged to see miracles constant. If you have a need today, believe him. Believe him. Amen. Because he's still on the throne. Amen. He's still alive. I wish Delilah was here with me, but when I prayed, and you know, the Bible says he gives us 70 years. And uh, I kept praying for Delilah. Mom was 74, 75, son. 84. Boy, I'm way off. And I was praying, Lord, give her more years. And, and, and the Lord said to me, you know, I, I don't want to lay her sick. I don't, I don't want to lay her down with cancer. I don't want to lay her in a bed. I just felt the Lord say he's going to take her home, and he took her home. Amen. She always said, Lord, I don't want to be in, sick, in bed with cancer for three months. Now, I, for you ladies especially, and the men, believe God you're not going to die in a bed with cancer. Amen? Uh, God, you take me home. I'm over 70. Want to come my time? I don't want to go home with cancer. I don't want to lay in that bed for three months suffering. You just catch me on home. Amen? Delilah took Delilah home. Or God took her home. She didn't, I think she's in bed a day and a half, huh, son? That's it. Boom. Gone. And uh, I cannot, I want to go the same way. Amen? I don't want to lay there with cancer and, and rot away. I want God to just gather me and take me home because heaven is real. Now, I'm not attacking you that have cancer here tonight. God can heal you. I'm not throwing no no mud at anybody as uh, those things happen. Some people do get cancer, but if we can just believe God, Lord, I, I'm ready to go anytime you want me. I just want, don't want to lay with cancer three months suffering. Amen? <clears throat> and that's, that's uh, something Delilah prayed for and God took her fast. Amen? Uh, Galatians 3, 26, 7, 20, 20. God knows who you are, and God knows if you're living with him. And then Galatians 3, 26. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. Now, we don't come a children of God by joining a church. Become the children of God by believing in Jesus and having him in our heart and life. Amen? For as many as you have been baptized in Christ have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female. For you're all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Amen? 
God knows us tonight. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our errors, our inabilities, and our abilities. And he knows our needs. Amen. I look at your church here. This is big, Rod. I believe God's going to help you fill it. Amen? I want to see blind eyes open here, deaf ears unstopped here, and the hand of God moving and saving lost souls. Amen? And I believe he's going to do it. How many say amen? I'll tell you, if we... The Bible school teachers, it's amusing, our Bible school students, they say to me, Missionary Kincaid, we've never seen a miracle. We've never seen blind eyes open. We've never seen deaf ears unstopped. We've never seen crippled people climb out of wheelchairs. I said, well, we're going to see it. We're going to see it. And I said, in our services, we have it. Amen. Amen. Just last month, we had a, a man and lady climb out of a wheelchair. Darren knows about that testimony. Amen. Pastor called me the other day and said, well, or at the Bible school, the, the, the niece of the ladies to say, well, my aunt's got a wheelchair for sale. Said, you prayed for her the other day, and she climbed out. She's walking everywhere. And they said she'd be in the wheelchair her whole life, the rest of her life. She got crippled. Bones were growing in her knees. And she couldn't walk. Severe pain. Now, I, he, she went to the doctor. And he said, how were you operated on to get those bones out? I couldn't do it. She said, no, Jesus took them out. Jesus? He said, ah, you believe that stuff? Yes, I believe it. Well, he said, ah, it happened. That's all he said, yeah. He stayed there a little bit bewildered because they don't know the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. But we know our Lord. We know that he's alive. Hallelujah. We know that he wants to help us. We have one enemy, the devil. He wants to make us poor. He wants to make us sick. And he wants to ruin our testimony. And he'll pull every trick to get you men to take a beer so you ruin your testimony, make you ladies to use bad language to ruin your testimony. He'll do that stuff. He just is, is a rascal. The devil, he doesn't, he doesn't give up. He wants to destroy every man, every lady's testimony. <clears throat> but we are the Jesus that's with us. 
He's with us. Yes, he, is. He, he, he keeps us. He protects us. You know, I was thinking the other day, I happened to get one of my letters that I wrote in the, how long ago, Darren? I don't know, 30, 40 years ago. And uh, I said, thank God the bullets went through my hair. I was painting a church in San Andres, Puebla. They had told me they were going to kill me. I got to note that. I was the first Protestant missionary in 50 towns. And the Catholic Church said, we're going to kill you. And uh, I got a letter. They, they put, those days, Rome was hard. Now they've changed. They, they just say, don't kill the Protestant missionaries anymore. Don't, don't hurt them. But they used to want to get rid of you 50 years ago. And uh, I was painting in the, the church. And all of a sudden, bang, the bullets hit right light to me, and the next bullet went right through my hair. <laughs> well, I dropped that paintbrush and run. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't wait for the third bullet. <laughs> they might have been able to hit me at the third bullet. You know. First bullet hit the church, the next one right through my hair. But that's the Lord just kept me. He has kept me. He has protected me. He has guided me. And I, I just always thank God he's been so good to me and my boys. I don't have a grandchild that serves the devil. All of them serve the Lord. Now, that, that's my blessings. Amen. That's personal blessings. My heart would break if I had a grandson or granddaughter was going out and drinking beer, running around, it would hurt me, even though it would be my grandchildren. But all my grandkids are saved. Of course, my kids are saved. But I just thank God. And I believe my great-grandchildren. We got a lot. I got how many of them I got, Darren? Four or five. I believe they're going to serve the Lord. Amen. That's my blessings. Not a one of them on, on beer and whiskey. Every one of them serving Jesus Christ. And that's the God we serve. And he's been good to me. And he's blessed me. Sure, I miss Delilah. We're married 64 years. But she's in heaven. Amen. So, and one of these days... I don't know when I'm going. My brother's here three years older than me. He's 91, I'm 88. We're getting up there, aren't we, Rod? <laughs> but I'm still preaching. And sometime to thousands. I preached a youth revival this last year. We had over a 1,000 young people. And I did the preaching, this old guy. To young people. They wanted the old man to preach to them. But you know, 
God is good. He's good. Now, I don't know when he's going to take me home, but I know one thing. I want to see more people saved. And I want to see more villages, never heard the gospel, receive the gospel. Amen. And uh, I know I can't speak much Indian. What do you mean there? That's Chamula Indian to say, God bless you. Amen. God bless you. God bless your brother, because Hora is brother. Hora. Hora is brother. Amen. But I want to thank the church for your support. Rod and you folks have been supporting us for years. The thousands of souls that we have seen won, you get part of it. Like I said, we have over 200,000 believers. When I started Prince of Peace, one little tiny church. How many today we got? 200 to 300. I don't know how. I know it's over 200, but I, I won't say 300. Somewhere, yeah. And believers, at least 200,000. What if Delilah hadn't heard the call? She used to cry and cry. Honey, I'm called to missions. Let God speak to you. And I'd say, Delilah, my mom and dad pastored in the 30s. My brother and I, we didn't even know what it was, a candy bar. Isn't that right, Bill? Back in the 30s, mom and dad pastored. We didn't have nothing. Poor Job's turkey. I'll tell you, I said, I'll never go in the ministry. That's the last thing I'm going to do. And the lion cried. She said, honey, God's called me to be a missionary. Uh, I said, honey, you don't know what it is. I said, mom and dad were pastoring back in the 30s, and we liked to starve. Never had candy. Yeah, we never. So you know what it is? I'm an electrician. I make big money. We're going to working for the missionary work. We're just live pobres. Pobres poor. <laughs> you want to learn the Spanish? Say pobre. That's poor. That's it. Spanish in language. Pobre means poor. I say, well, we'll just be pobre. Be poor. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, God, God is blessed. And the work continues to grow. The Bible schools keep going. I'll tell you, it's just a blessing. And we thank Pastor Rod and Pastor Kay for their faithfulness. They believe, you know, Uncle Skip's not going to waste the money. And you folks believe that too, and I don't. I don't. If I got a pastor that's wasting it and asks me for building something on his church, and I know he's not doing that. I don't give him a dime. If he's doing something else with the money instead of putting it in the church, you know, buying food or something. If he has to buy food, 
I'll let him buy a little, but if he tells me it's for the church, I want it for the church, building a church, you know. And so this old man watches the funds. We're very close on it. And Delilah always said, honey, we don't want to be held responsible. We know missionaries that every year they bought a new car. Darren knows them too. Every year a new car. They didn't need a new car every year. But they wanted a new car every year. That money should have gone into the, the Lord's work, not in a new car. Why? They could have kept a car for 10 years. It wouldn't hurt. Every year they'll buy a new car. And uh, in the end, I don't know what they established. Uh, they established a Bible school. But, you know, it's very important to be responsible. The money you send me, I don't waste it. Goes into the works of the Lord. And you'll go in either food for the Bible school, whatever the need is. And Rod always tells me, he said, Uncle, I believe you. You're honest. You spend it where you think you need it. So I want to thank you for what you do. And your reward will be part of the thousands that we've been able to win for the Lord in Mexico. Amen. And I just want to tell you that I appreciate it. I appreciate your faithfulness. I appreciate your offerings that you send. Amen. And the Lord that we serve today very soon is coming to catch us home. The rapture of the church is not a long ways away. So I'm old. I might probably go by the grave, but I might go in the rapture. You never know. But anyway, I'm going home with Jesus. Delilah's up there with Jesus. I'm going out home with Jesus. Amen. No other way. If I was a person that didn't have Jesus, man, what do you got? You don't have anything. You get old, what do you got? Nothing. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have anything. Because he gives us eternal life. Amen. Don't you love him tonight? Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank thee tonight. Oh, Jesus, we thank thee, Lord. I love you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, I praise you. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I uh, feel led of the Lord to, uh, Lord just spoke to me right now. 
And uh, he said, there's a person here tonight that has a pain in the back of their neck and bothers you. Another person here tonight has headaches, very, very common. Every other week they'll get a bad headache and bothers you. And uh, then another per person here tonight has problem with their one leg. This leg, in fact, is hurting me right now. That's why I know that someone here's bothered with the leg problem. And so if you're here tonight and you have headaches and get neck pains and over the chest pains or will you stand to your feet? Not a one here gets headaches. God bless you, brother. God bless you. Amen. 